Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas. It's time for another Texas Homegrown Music, and today's guest is Mo Robson. And I, you know, it's funny because I, I've been around Dallas for so long, and I've been around a lot of different artists, but I'm still surprised at how many of them are out there that I just didn't even know about or that I find out that I knew about them, but I didn't know they did music. And this is another example of them. When I go back from years ago when he worked in a club that I actually played in a lot, and now he's doing music full-time, and I'm so glad I've got him on my show. So I'm not going to take any more time. I'm going to get to it. But before I do, I'm going to sing a song off one of my really old albums out there, but I just felt like playing this song for you guys today. It's called Real Thing, and when we get back, we'll be talking with Mo Robson.
Well, here we are back on Texas Homegrown Music, and my guest today is Mo Robson. Mo, welcome to the, to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I guess I told you early, um, I found out about you from a friend of mine. His name is Joel Galloway. He and I go to lots of shows together. He's my, I'm a little bit country, and I'm the one that, I'm the little bit rock and roll. <laughs> Right. You know, and so he's all the time turning me on to music and to, to artists. And here's the funny thing. I mean, how is it that I have not known about you before now? Because I'm listening to your music and I'm seeing where you've been playing and we've been uh, to a lot of the same places. And I can tell right now you are a hardworking country music guy. Yeah, we've been at it for a while, um, you know, bouncing around here and getting out of town and everything. Um we're just, you know, we had a, we had a moment there where keeping a band together was kind of tough, you know, uh, as far as having a lot of fill-ins uh, and subs and everything, and and in the travel and everything, we finally just uh, hit the brakes for a minute too, for you know, until we finally kind of regrouped for a minute there, if you will. Um, but we're, you know, trying to get back out there again more and everything. And uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm amazed because I you know, I've always seen your name on places we play and stuff, you know, too. So. And um, I don't know. We've been out there for a while now, and we're still at it, having a good time. Well, you know, here's the cool thing about um, the DFW area, which is I know um, where you spend a lot of time um, in Dallas and Fort Worth and all around our, our surrounding areas. We've got so many venues now. Um, so many have been popping up, and which has been great because for a while there, after when COVID hit, I was really worried because I knew a lot of places weren't going to make it through. Yeah. And especially rooms that, you know, you don't want to feel st stressed about having to fill it up with several hundred people. And um, so the smaller rooms, I, I was really concerned. But it seems like they're st they're coming back again. And, and a lot of the mainstay ones that I know you play at Adairs a lot and um, and Three Links and some of these other clubs that have been, been around for a while, they made it through and they're doing okay. So I'm really happy to see that. Uh, but we've got a lot of great outdoor venues as well, and I, I see you playing those as well. And um, so my friend told me about you, and I started listening to it, and I, I get it because he really likes that um, traditional country sound, and you've got right. it going on. You definitely have it. Well, I appreciate it. That's, that, that's the kind of stuff we like to play, and we like to kind of stick to the more traditional vein, you know. And uh, throw a little rock twinge, you know, in there. Here sure. There. Well, you you, you yeah. have to. But I mean, I, I I think I told you before we got on the air. You you remind me a lot of my buddy Matt Hillier, and you know, of course, Eleven Hundred Springs that had such a great run for a while, and now Matt's doing solo yep. work. I think you told me you guys have have worked together. Yeah, we've uh, over the years we played together, you know, quite a bit. Um, a couple weeks ago, we played at um, Lava Cantina together over there. Um, had a really good time, and um, he also the new album I got out. He sang harmonies on uh, like uh, four of the songs, um, and it was a really good time getting. To, I, I'd never gotten to work with him in any fashion inside the studio. It was fun just you know getting to see him do his thing, and man, that guy just knocks it out. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, yeah, he's had a little bit of practice, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's but, been uh, songwriting for a long time for a lot of artists as well, and and uh, and what I love about Matt, which I talk about a lot on this show, that I also love about country artists is the collaborations, and he's. He's just got such a free spirit about him and always willing, excuse me, always willing to work with other artists and oh, to yeah. write with other artists. And I, 
You know, I just admire that. I I, I really believe in um, in that. I, I, I think it's a great way for you to broaden your audience because a lot of people that might be familiar with Mo that aren't familiar with Matt and vice versa are opened up to another artist just by hearing them play on your record or sing with you at a night or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's why I like even like those, uh, you know, song swap night kind of things. Um, you know, that always uh, kind of helps, too, because to, it's just you and your guitar and the other guy and his guitar or however many people. Right. You know, and, and those are always fun because uh, that's turned me on to a lot of music, uh, getting on song swaps with a group of people that I may only know about, you know, four or five of them going in, but you leave knowing all of them, you know, and uh, that's always fun. You well, know. you know, I'm a big believer in that, and I love that kind of platform. In fact, um, you know, we, uh, our station, of course, in Texas Homegrown Music has a stage at the Texas Music Revolution each year, and I always have a song swap, you know, and it's probably yeah. one of the best attended shows because, you know, I pick five or six artists from the area, and they all get up on stage, and most of the time... Um, uh, you know, there's a two or three that may know each other, but they haven't ever done that together. Right. And, and you know, it's kind of fun for, for you as an artist to have someone else picking on a song. Because the one thing about it is if you, you know, if you can do a song that you know everybody can kind of figure out after one stanza of a chorus, yeah. a verse and a chorus, <laughs> they can jump in and help you out, right? And and there's a lot of a lot of fun in that. I, I like it a well, lot. It, it, and Matt's definitely one of those guys that can jump in there and, you know, uh, follow you along or, you know, start jamming along with you and you don't even miss a beat, you know. Um, when we were, the last big song swap I did, uh, my buddy Randy Brown was sitting next to me and he kept jumping in on songs. It was so much fun because he just, you know, plays right along too, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, I like, I, I like those song swaps and I know what you're saying because people come out because they might know one or, you know, one or two of the people there that they like to go see. And then they, you know, it turns them on to a lot of, you know, a whole different spectrum of, of music and people, you know. Well, I've got friends that they, they <laughs> travel all over Texas for those songwriting um, swaps and uh, uh, song swaps. And Karen and Jack Brown, I know they're listening to the show today because they always do. And I'm um, just going to give them a shout out because they've turned me on to a lot of really great singer songwriters just because of their traveling around and um, going to the and like going to places like Kerrville and and these um, festivals where they have lots of singer songwriters there. So let me ask yeah. you a question, Mo. You uh, before we started, I found out that you, you know, you knew about me from years ago when you worked a club that I played at. When did you actually start doing this music seriously and to, and and really saying okay i'm gonna get i'm gonna put myself out there it was about um right around like 96 when i moved back to dallas actually well i, I left college to do it seriously and i was i'll back up a minute um i left college i was playing in a band i was a drummer you know in a band and we were a, like a punk rock alternative rock kind of band and uh being out there at school in lubbock I, you know i I got turned on to Robert O'Keen and Jack Ingram and guys like that. And um, I'd always grown up listening to all the traditional guys because that's all my you know, parents ever listened to. And uh, I don't know, I just, um, I, I got a guitar and moved home from school and then uh, bounced up to the mountains for you know a year. And then uh, when I came back from there, I realized it was gonna be really hard to do the kind of music I wanted to do um, in that area on a regular, you know, um, so. I moved on home, and that's when I started putting a band together and got together with some old friends of mine and 
um, you know, put together the first lineup, and we ended up being together for uh, like nine or ten years. And wow. um, yeah, and now, uh, like my drummer I've got with me now, Spud, he's been with me for fifteen. Um, and that was after uh, I had uh, 15 years, you know, almost worth of drummers before, it seems like. <laughs> it hadn't been that long, but it's, you know, uh, me and Spud have been together for like 15 years. But, yeah, back when I was working at Shuck and Jive, <clears throat> that's when I started doing um, open mics and all that kind of stuff and going around and um, was just, you know, putting some songs together. And, and um, you know, finally about 2000 is when we, you know, or 1999, 2000 there, we went in and did our first record, you know, and um, so I guess about 96 when I moved back home from Salt Lake was when I really started trying to take it more serious, you know. Well, so did you start out, I heard you heard you say you were playing drums, so tell me, you, you what instruments do you, do you play? Um, basically drums and uh, guitar, um, you know, I, I play the harmonica, um, I, I like to do that, but um, I, I try. I, I sit down and try to do like the keys and stuff, and I just it's, it's it's just not my thing. So, but you know, I can play a little bit of bass. I can play enough bass to get by, you know, kind of thing. And so, if somebody uh, didn't show up, you could maybe do a couple one four five tunes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially you know, keep it in G. In the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, you've, you've put out a lot of, of records. I mean, a lot of stuff since 2000. I know, I definitely saw and noticed that um, as far as recorded music that's out there. And you just dropped a record, um, I think, this past May. Is that right? Yeah, uh, we started putting out singles from there. And uh, we've kind of done like a soft release on it in a sense. But we're about to start making a little bit more of a push on it and trying to get out and, you know, play around and promote it more kind of thing. But yeah, last May, and we put a couple singles out off of there, and um, they've done pretty well and everything. So we're uh, stoked about it. We're already making plans to go in and do another one, uh, hopefully next year, you know, have it done. Well, um, I'm I'm really happy, and I'm one of the few times I just reached out to you and said, tell me the three songs that you'd like me to feature. And the first song was one that I really, really wanted to play because... I really like the lyrics behind it, and so are are these all your songs? Yes, I wrote. Yeah, I wrote all of them. Um, everything well, on the new. I need to know. Um, you know, this song that we're going to fe feature right off the bat is called "Hello Misery." Is that something that you wrote from your heart because you've been there? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been there. Uh, and I almost, I kind of character wrote that song, if you will. Uh, it was almost like I just wound up in that mode. And uh, it took me about two weeks to write that song. And that's where it came from. And that's all I did for two weeks was just sit there and play the guitar. And, you know, I kept putting that song together and trying to figure out how, you know, I wanted to do this kind of thing. And, but yeah, it's definitely, um, something i've been there and been there done that <laughs> well i love it i there you know years ago um i remember right out of high school i did a song i um sang a song by hoyt axton called sweet misery and every once in a while when i'm yeah. kind of down about something i can just i can belt that thing out and it just brings it does something for me and i think that's yeah. probably what this song is going to be like too i love the lyrics because it says 
Hello, misery. My name is Company. <laughs> I, I just hate that we. I, I hate that we get along. I'm waiting. You're, you're waiting for me at the bottom of doing wrong. I love that, and I. I don't think there's anybody that can't relate to when you're. You know, we're. we're it's kind of self-deprecating, right? We we do yeah. put ourselves into that place so many times. Just. You know, well, everybody, it, everybody gets in a in a rut of sorts here and there. You know, uh, sometimes it's more self inflicted than others, if you will. Uh, you turn around, you've been having a good time. That was uh, you know, you turn, you're having a good time one minute, and you turn around the next, you're really not. <laughs> well, I I like the song, and I'm glad I'm going to share it with these folks today. So, for you guys who are listening, and you just got on the show. I am with Mo Robson, and he's he's an iconic player around Dallas, and I'm so sorry that I'm just now featuring him on the show. But all you traditional country people, you are going to love this guy. I mean, he is right up your alley. Um, and I think I, I think I already said that my friend Joel Galloway, who seems to be able to find these cats for me, told me about you, Mo. And he saw you playing recently, and he he, he called yeah. me and said, you got to get him on your show. You're going to really dig this guy. He's the real oh, deal. So Thank I'm going to play the song for you right now. It's called Hello Misery off of his new record that he just dropped. What's the name of that record? Round and round we all go. That's right. Round and round we all go. Uh, this song, Hello Misery, we come back. We're going to talk about some more music he's got, um, other singles that he's released. And like you said, he's getting ready to really push this whole record out there. But if you love country music, you're going to dig this guy. So Mo Robson, here we go. Hello Misery. And we'll be right back right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, man. Hello, misery. My name is Company, and I sure hate that we get in on. Oh, but I'll find you sitting there like you always do, waiting for me at the bottom of living wrong. I woke up again, sun going down, still hurting from the night before. I keep saying I'm gonna drink less, but I just keep on drinking more. And that old anxious feeling sets in, weighing heavy on my mind. It's either start the day with another drink. I crawl out of this skin of mine Hello, misery My name's company And I sure hate that we Get along Oh, but I'll find you Sitting there like you
wind up a balled up wreck But it starts as a damn good time The one beer and I'm on a bender And the weeks start flying by That's when I turn all back around And think of everything I've missed And that's when I start telling myself I know there's more to life than this Hello, misery My name is company And I sure hate that we Get along Oh, but I'll find you Sitting there like you always do Waiting for me At the bottom of living wrong Waiting for me At the bottom of living wrong We're back with Mo Robson. Mo, so tell me about the process of this last record, and was it any different than any other um, time that you've gone in the studio? And if so, why? Um, yeah, it was quite a bit different, actually. It was the first time I felt like that I, you know, really had—I um, don't know—a producer where me and him were on the same page, and, and and maybe I'd matured a little bit more so I could get across what I was trying to get done, you know. Um, but my buddy John Pedigo, he was kind of—he's the one that produced the record. And uh, he's done a lot of great records here lately. Yeah, and, he uh, has. I, I hear his name a lot. John, you know, John has, has done a lot um, for artists that I've had on the show, for sure. Yeah, and he um, he called me like about two years before we did the record. We started talking about it and said, hey, man, I think you need to, you know, get a record and or get a new record done and everything and blah, blah, blah. And, he, and so we started talking about it and uh, we kind of just set a deadline like, uh we'll have some songs written by such and such date and then we got to work on it and um it was good because i hadn't really written in a while either per se because i don't you know necessarily just write every day and um so me and john got to working on it we went over to audio dallas um and i, I couldn't be happier with what you know he did and we've been friends for 20 years so it was great working with him and um you know we'd never gotten to work with each other in that kind of a capacity at all or anything and um so we did most of it at Audio Dallas, and then we went over to Modern Electric and did some things. Um, but it was totally different. I mean, just the guys I had come in and play and just the um, just the way it was laid out and the way we got it done. I mean, it seemed like every time before, I work, I've always worked, you know, with good people, but it takes, you know, a year and a half to get the thing done. And this time it took, you know, we were done recording the whole thing in two weeks. Kind of. Oh, my thing. gosh. You know, so, um, and then we, you know you know mixed and mastered and all that stuff and uh, we had it ready to go and then uh covid hit you know like two weeks later um so we've been sitting on it for a while but um well no wonder you're ready to go back in and do something because you you know yeah, yeah I, I hear you and i i've got the same thing going on i and it's funny that you said that i love paul osborne over at audio dallas and of course oh, yeah, Bo and great. all those cats yeah. at modern electric um you know the that's it's two different sounds which is great i mean that you got those those cats together and that's probably why i dig this record so much i mean you really do have um some good production going on 
Oh man, thank you. And they, uh, I mean, I think they killed it. Um, you know, and the different things. And uh, you know, John even played some little things here and there on there. And um, and that was another thing. All the different people we had come in. Uh, not you know, not I mean, the band played on the record, but like just our different friends that we had come be a part of the record and stuff was what made this one a lot different for me. Um, well, tell me about it. Give me some shout outs on some of the guys that you, uh, some of your guys, and then some of the people that contributed to this. Uh, well, my guys, uh, Spud, like I said, you know, he's been with me for like 15 years. Um, and, uh, he's, he's like a human metronome back there. And, uh, so he, you know, he's been my drummer, um, and he was on the record and so was Shelton, my bass player and, uh, Patrick McAllister. He was my, uh, he's my lead player. So all, all, uh, four of us were on there. And then we brought in Burton Lee, um, good friend of ours. And he, uh, laid down all the steel tracks on there and, um, there was a couple spots, you know, we were trying to figure out a little bit what to do. And so, um, you know, we brought in, uh, 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 Chad Roofer, um, good buddy of ours that, you know, played with 1100 and plays with our buddy, Nate Kip and everything. He came in and he did a couple of the lead spots on like three or four songs and, um, Heather Stalling, we had her come in and play. Oh, Heather, ball. man, she plays that violin like crazy, right? Yeah, and she killed it. And then uh, Matt, you know, Hilliard, like uh, we were talking about, he um, came in and did some uh, harmony vocals for us um, on like four songs. And uh, my buddy that, um, Drew Heracle, uh, he played bass for me for about four or five years. And, and now he's, you know, gone on to other things, um, playing keys. And he came in and uh, I was really stoked to get to have him, you know, to work with him again, too. Because um, it had been a minute, <laughs> you know. Um, and he came in and killed it, too, on the keys. I mean, just laid it down, you know, so. So let me ask you, how did you get, how did you fare through the um, pandemic? And, um, you know, just when things were shut down and seemed like, you know, I I'd say this jokingly, you know, that we were told, all of us musicians were told from the get-go that we were non-essential to life and to people. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. You know, we seemed like yeah. the first people that got cut off, right? Right. Um, which, kind of sad, because I'll tell you, I know you believe this, because we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't. Music really is the soul of our whole existence. I mean, there's... I don't, there's very few people that I know that wouldn't say that music has been a kind of an escape for them in so many ways, in so many moments in their life that can bring them, you know, joy and also well up some, some sorrowful moments. But it's certainly a big part of our, our existence. And to think that we couldn't be out there and give that to people was really hard. How did you get through it and what did you do? Well, I... Yeah, I, I ended up luckily because, you know, I was sitting around for a minute, like so many of us, and uh, I picked up a, a part-time gig to work out of my truck, putting out real estate signs. Okay. And um, so I just go, I would go do that. And then um, I started basically was doing like private backyard parties yep. for the most part. Yeah. Um, like 20, you know, 15, 20 people is all yep. outside. Everybody's being real careful and everything. And, um, so between those two things, I kind of, you know, was able to get by cause I, like so many of us, I was kind of like, uh, what am I supposed to do? Uh, I've got nowhere to go to work. Well, know? I know. I mean, and, and, and <laughs> I mean, what's so crazy about it is, as we know, 
Um, you know, we're not always going to be playing gigantic rooms, but there's never been a time in my career that I wasn't able to just book a gig at a place and, um, right. you know, get a minimum of, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars, but put a tip jar out yeah. at least and, and make enough yeah. money to do that a couple times a week and pay the rent. Well, that was you, so uh, tough. Oh, it was. And it was uh, like, you know, you know, and you're sitting there going, well, I don't, I mean, uh, what you know, what else am I supposed to go do right now? <laughs> you know? And uh, I tell you, though, the people like all the COVID stuff or the stuff that I, you know, during that time um, were also like just generous about everything. And I did a couple of those Facebook live things and stuff like that. And uh, everybody was just really supportive and great about it. And I'd go out and play a backyard party and they definitely fill up the tip jar and stuff, you know, kind of thing. So um, it worked out, you know, as far as that went, uh, made it, made it through on that, on, on that side of things, but it was tough, you know, like for everybody, you know, and, um, but when you, you basically have your job is gone, you know, <laughs> kind of, well, um, I've been doing this for a while now. I don't really know what else to go do at this moment. But, well, uh, I'll tell you, if you did some of those um, backyard parties, I'll tell you what you did. You got yourself, you garnered yourself some really dedicated fans. Because... Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, we, and we got to, you know, uh, and some of it would be like out of the lake house or something, you know. It's like, well, this, this is pretty cool, too, <laughs> you know, so... Well, I'm just saying, you know, when you get to know people in their backyard like that or in their home or in their in their space, um, that you there's definitely definitely an affinity that you that you get with them and a familiarity and they feel like they really get to know you and you've created a synergy with them that they'll never forget and they're diehard fans from that point on and i'm i'm a big believer in doing that and, and being approachable and i love oh, that yeah. about I, I do love that about um country music and americana music and texas artists seems like we have more of the idea behind it not being untouchable and just being yeah. real and and you know, and just letting people know that we're all the only difference between us and and you guys is that we're we're using a gift that we know we have in music, and you guys have your gift, and uh, you know what I'm saying. We're all yeah. just doing the same thing. There's nothing, you know. Nobody's on a pedestal above or yeah. below. We're yeah. all together, tr just trying to get through life and and help each other enjoy it, right? Oh yeah, and. and you know, back to the, you know, playing the private party kind of thing and stuff. I mean, I've made so many good friends over the years doing that and they come out anytime, you know, they can. And they also, a lot of them, it's like every year, let's do it again, you yeah. know, kind of deal. Yeah. And uh, I've made a lot of really good friends doing that. And, you know, their front door is always, you know, open. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it's great. You know, I wouldn't change it for anything. Me People either. I love doing, doing those parties. <laughs> I love doing those. In fact, I've got one coming up in a few weeks that I've been doing for about, I don't know, I think six or seven years now. And it's so much fun. It's probably, you know, a hundred people. And it's just a really, really great time of fellowship with people on, you know, the same level. We're all in a backyard just eating barbecue yeah. and drinking and having yeah. a good time around a pool and it's it's a lot of fun so i i get that completely well what this is not what this next song is about well we're going to play a song called honky tonk bars and i bet you with the kind of music that you play brother that you've played some honky tonks can you yeah. can you remember any that were that stand out because i remember the first time i played an actual 
honky tonk bar where they had a I, I, I when we walked in, they literally had a fence in front of the stage. <laughs> like the chicken wire. Yes, I couldn't believe this has been about twenty something years ago, and I said to yeah. my husband at the time, "What what's that about?" And he said, "Well, honey, if it gets rowdy, they sometimes start throwing things, and that way you're not going to get hit in the head with a bottle." <laughs> I was like, "I have arrived, haven't I?" <laughs> this is like this is like Spinal Tap in in our band. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, here comes the um, yeah. Do you remember anything like that? Yeah, we've uh, well, we never. I never got to actually play one that had the chicken wire, um, but we've played some that. um, I mean, there was one night that a guy was like literally trying, and we're you know on a stage that's about four feet off the ground, and uh, five feet something, and this guy's literally trying to start a fight with me for some reason because he thought we started too late. And, uh, you know, we started when we're supposed to start. And, uh, and then at the end of the night, he was ready to fight everybody and all this kind of stuff. But there's been some doozies that I've gone into. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't think, you know, I'm all for a good time, but I don't think I'm going back to that place. It looks like it's about to blow down if a strong wind hits anyway. Kind of <laughs> you know, and like, and, and people say, uh, Where'd you come from? I mean, you're not, you didn't come from that far. And they're like, why the hell did you drive all the way down here to play this place? <laughs> you know? Well, we say, well, we did. <laughs> you know, um, there's, there's times in our lives, I know we can all talk about it, when, you know, you don't, you didn't do as much homework on where it was you were playing. And yeah. you will, we, I've driven up with my band many times and we've all just looked at each other and gone, okay, this is going to yeah. be different. Um, but, you know, I'll tell you, there's been lots of times where I thought it was going to be um, kind of a drag and it ended up just being awesome because it's just about oh, yeah. the people, right? It's not about the That's building. what I was just about to say is like we pulled up some places and we're thinking, oh my God, uh, we're going to get out of here alive, you know? And then uh, at the end of the night, we're like, when can we come back? <laughs> yeah. But yep. uh, it kind of goes both ways. And, um, you know, we've also played some really big, nice places that, um, you know, weren't much better in a sense. Well, I so. know Lava Cantina is a cool room. And I'm, I, oh, I, yeah. you guys just just played that out there. And that whole area um, that's just blowing up in the colony here in the DFW area with so many different live music venues. Um, but, our, you know, we've got so many people in this area, they can't build too many live music places. I, I'm happy about it. I like seeing that uh, live music is, is live and well. And even more than that, people were so stuck in their homes for so long that now they love being out with everybody. Sorry. To, anyway. Um no, I'm with you. And, you know, when I first started out, there wasn't that many places to play around here, per se. And uh, now, like, just, a, you know, scattered in this region, there's places just everywhere now, you know. They're a really good venue for you to play, too. Yeah, they really are. Well, I want to play that song, Honky Tonk Bars. Tell me, is there is it just about what it's like being around in, in all those places? And is that pretty much what the song was, was yeah. written for? Yeah, it's basically just us about, you know, about us bouncing around town to town and playing all the different kinds of joints and, you know, people you run into kind of thing and showing up and not having your name spelt right on the marquee and, you know, 
Well, how can there. they get Mo wrong? <laughs> Man, I tell you what, they can really mess up Robson. Um, oh, can they? <laughs> oh my God, my whole life. But I mean, you, you would not believe some of the spellings I've seen. And I'm thinking, I mean, y'all had really good of some effort to pull that one off. You know, kind of <laughs> I mean, y'all added a whole lot of letters in there <laughs> that were not necessary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I want to play that for my listening audience now. It's called um, Honky Tonk Bars. It's off of his new record out called. Round and round we all go, and I'm talking about Mo Robson, who's on the show right now, if you just tuned in, right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, and we'll be right back and talk about a single that he just dropped as well um, that we're going to play for you, and about where he's going to be around um, the Dallas-Fort Worth area as well. We'll be right back, right here on Texas Homegrown Music. Or more whiskey in my coffee In this van rolling 85 Yeah, we're on to the next town 400 miles to go But it ain't my day to drive Well, last night was round one They drank the place dry A few old boys got out of hand We made it back to the motel Just in time to leave for another one night stand Well, I've been burning down these rough years And nothing much has changed And sometimes I make a mark Even though I won't spell my name I still chase down a dream On the back of this guitar Singing in them dance halls Honky-tonk bars Well, every night's different And man, every night's the same Sometimes they even know my songs I want to step out on the stage My life's worries leave my mind And I'm right where I belong Well, I've been burning down these roads for years And nothing much has changed Sometimes I make the mark Even though I want to spell my name I still chase down a dream On the back of this guitar Singing in them dance halls And honky-tonk Years ago, still paying dues along the way. But once it gets down in your blood, man, you can't make it stop. Looks like I'm here to stay. I've been burning down this road for years and nothing much has changed. Sometimes I make a mark, even though I want to spell my name. Still chasing down a dream on the back of this guitar. Singing in them dance halls and honky-tonk bars
Well, we're back with Mo Robson, and we're talking about his time at Texas Tech and all of the uh, artists that he was around down there that um, had probably an influence in his life. Certainly, we know that Buddy Holly is from that area, and Pat Green, and so many of them. There's all kinds of different genres of music down there, but good music is good music. I always say that, so it doesn't really matter stylistically to me. I think if you're a musician, you can appreciate good music from other people right oh yeah i love it all i mean i started off not playing country you know, kind of well thing. i know uh, tell me about that i remember yeah. you telling me early on your influences yeah. but but i think you said your your family all listened to country music when you were growing up yeah my dad you know he's a diehard uh when it comes to you know the george jones Waylon willie all that stuff merle haggard all the way back to, you know, Ernest Tubb and older guys kind of thing. Um, but I always grew up listening to that. But then, of course, when I hit my teenage years, um, I started kind of getting more into the uh, metal and punk kind of stuff. And uh, that's where I picked up. I wanted to learn how to play the drums, you know. And so I did that. And uh, that's kind of what got me started into doing the whole music thing. My mom always played piano around the house and everything and sang. Um, but I never thought of anything about it until way later on. But I knew, I don't know, playing sports like I did and then uh, also doing the music thing, it was kind of like, man, I, I really think I want to lean more towards the music crowd. Well, you know? did you tell me you, did you, were you telling me you went to school in Lubbock or did I just make that? Yeah, up? no, I went to school out there at Tech. Yeah, well, uh, there's so many great country artists that came out of there. And if you were around there, you probably had to be influenced by it. Yeah, it was all. That's when a lot of things were starting to kind of pop off with like Pat Green and um, Wade and uh, Corey and all those guys um, was right then, you know. And um, but I wasn't quite, you know, uh, confident enough yet to, you know, I, I was just learning how to play guitar and I was coming out of a rock and roll kind of situation. And it was like, but I started hearing those guys' music and. Uh, like I said, like, you know, the Robert O'Keens and the Jack Ingrams, more of the Texas guys, not so much just the old traditional guys. You know, right. I started hearing a lot more of that. And that's what really started turning things around for me was hearing how they were doing things. And then once I heard Steve Earl um, does it, I packed my bags and went home. <laughs> you know decided okay this is what i want to do and i need to i need to start yeah. practicing to play yeah. well um i want to play that uh, single that you just let out called mona lisa and i just love it that um that you brought in the fact that uh, that you know because you know um, the mona lisa that we all see all the time is not really smiling but yeah. you the way you wrote that to say that you know you're you it makes your girl tell, tell me how that came about what made you think that way well I, I, I finally decided i needed to write a nice song <laughs> i'm just kidding um no but i um I don't know. I just started thinking about it one day and it was kind of like, how do you say, how do you say it to somebody, you know, kind of without, I don't know, not to be vague kind of thing, but you know, you're my Mona Lisa, you know, and even though she's not always smiling, Mona Lisa pictures kind of got that little bit of a smirk kind of, you know, like, I know you're up to something kind of smile. kind of thing. <laughs> I don't and know I anything that, about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of what I was like, well, okay. I mean, she's not up there smiling like the Joker, but, you know, um, so I don't know. It kind of just came about with that, and um, 
you know, just started thinking about life and relationships, I guess, you know. Speaking of relationships, are you in a relationship? No. It's just me and my old dog over here. Oh, well, you know what? That's a good relationship. I love my dog, and my dog loves me, and I know that that she's pretty pretty even keeled. I never have to worry about what she's going to be like. She always wants to be with me, and so that's kind of a nice way to be, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's my little sidekick over here. He, uh, you know, he's ready to go 24 hours a day. And uh, but it's nice coming home, and he's like laying there. Hey, where you been? You know. I know. Uh, open, open arms, ready to ready to love on you. It's a great relationship, and uh, yeah, I, I love people that love animals. So there you go. Well, Mo, yeah. it's been a real pleasure getting to know you um, more on a personal level, and um, to to know your music. And I wish you the best. And I would, I I got to come see you live soon. You know, that's yeah, the bummer about playing music like I do um, on the weekends. It's kind of hard to go see people. So I'm just gonna have to work it out where you're playing at a place that I'm playing at and we'll we'll uh, get to to appreciate each other again well i want to play that song mona lisa from your newest record called round and round we all go with mo robson thank you so much honey and uh, i hope to see you soon and for all my listeners out there be sure to check out morobson.com check out all his music go see him play live and let's support texas artists which is what i'm all about right here on the show we'll be right back with texas homegrown music with maylee thomas you're my Mona Lisa And I always picture you with a smile I can't seem to take my eyes off you Even if it's just in my mind A love like yours is hard to find You're my Mona Lisa I always picture you with a smile Get to wake up next to you In those weekdays We sneak off in the afternoon And watching the sunset On another day passing by We'll get some music going I'll drink my whiskey while you sip your wine You're my only son Cold. 
Before we slip on down the hallway And leave a trail of clothes behind We'll turn them lights down low Lay me down and look through the night So there's another interview for you. I hope you guys enjoyed Mo as much as I did. What a nice guy he is. And how funny that uh, he was um, waiting tables or a bartender, I think, he said, at a club that I used to play at in the, in the 90s. So and now he's out doing music full time. So good for you, Mo. Sometimes we just got to do whatever we have to do to be able to do the things we enjoy. And um, there's many of us out there that have other jobs that still play music at night and on the weekends. So you go for it. I'm glad that he's able to do it full time now. Well, I am going to say thank you to all of you again for tuning in each week and especially the ones that reach out to me and send me those letters of affirmation saying that you're listening and enjoying the show. And if you've got somebody you've heard, a Texas-based or someone that identifies with Texas music you'd like to hear on my show, be sure to let me know. Maylee, M-A-Y-L-E-E, at TexasHomegrownMusic.com. I want to th- say thanks again to my sponsors, of course, the Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law for making this happen every week. And I'm going to close the show today a little bit different. I've got a band that I love called the Band of Heathens out of Austin, and they've got a new EP that they just dropped called Cutting Room Floor. Um, I, there's a single on there called DC9 that I love, but I'm not going to play that song. I want to play a song It's on my uh, revolving um, playlist all the time. It's called Hurricane. And for those of you that have family and friends that have been through that devastating hurricane down in Florida, Hurricane Ian, that hit uh, September 28th, I'm going to play this song for all of you in remembrance of how fragile life is. And just for you to know that we're thinking about you and hoping that you can build up better and all of the lives that were lost, I hope that you'll remember the love that you shared with them. And I know this is just so hard on people. When you have something, you go back and it's gone. I actually had my childhood home that I grew up in that was destroyed in a hurricane about 15 years ago. And it was really sad to go back to the neighborhood and see it completely leveled. But I know this, that I'm still here and I'm able to tell you guys that life is precious and we remember to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. So peace out, everybody. I enjoyed being with you again. And until next time, this is Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music. And we'll leave the show now with the song called Hurricane by Band of Heathens. miles on the Gulf Stream I hear the south wind moan The bridge is getting lower The shrimp boat's coming home The old man down in the corner 
slowly turns his head Takes a sip from his whiskey bottle And this is what he said I was born in the rain on the bunch of train Underneath the Louisiana moon I don't mind the strain of a hurricane They come around every June The high black water, a devil's daughter She's hot, she's cold, and she's mean But nobody taught her It takes a lot of water To wash away New Orleans Man came down from Chicago He gonna set that levee right He says it needs to be at least three feet higher It won't make it through the night But the old man down in the corner He said, don't you listen to that boy The water be down by the morning And he'll be back to Illinois I was born in the rain on the pontoon train Underneath the Louisiana moon I don't mind the strain of a hurricane They come around every June They come around every June High black water 